You're listening to the Maritime Gardening Podcast, episode 14. All right, thanks for tuning in to episode 14 of the MaritimeGardening.com podcast. And once again, I am connected with Mr. Greg Otten. How are you doing on this fantastic summer day, Greg? Oh, man, this heat's been fantastic. Everything's growing with a with a vengeance, mm. vengeance attitude. Yeah. Everything's growing, everything's growing very well. Very well. There you go. That's a safe one. I've seen uh, seen some pictures from your garden, and yeah, I would have to agree, so... So um yeah we're going to we're going to be talking today about uh saving seeds is that correct? Yeah. Excellent. So so what will we start with? Uh I'm going to start with why why yeah. you save seeds and then I'll sort of go into how. Excellent. Um, and then if there's any time left uh, I've got a couple other sort of uh seasonally appropriate topics we can get into if there's any time left. Excellent, excellent. All right, so why would one save seeds? I think I know the answer. It saves money. <laughs> uh, that's, well, that's not the main reason. It is and it isn't. None of these, I got I got sort of three categories of reasons and, and none, no one is more important than the other. They all are connected. Mm-hmm. Every, one, every reason is connected to the other reason. So number one, in no particular order, is is cost. Of course, yeah. Um, it costs nothing to save seeds, right? I mean, it costs a bit of your time, but that's just taking away from Game of Thrones and right. Candy Crush time. So yes. I mean, that's time I'll gladly give up. Yeah. Um, well, maybe not Game of Thrones. No, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> that last episode was awesome. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, cost. Now you'll say, well. Well, God, Greg. I mean, a pack of seeds is only a buck ninety-nine. What do you? Who cares? But there, that's not the only cost. I mean, mm. there's the cost of the seeds. There's the cost of you driving to the place where the seeds are. Mm. There's that time and the cost of the time you spend driving to the place where the seeds are, mm-hmm. and so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. So, and the other thing is, there's a volume element to it as well. When you save seeds, whatever the plant is, when you get a pack of seeds from you know, Halifax seed or Vessies or wherever you're going to get your seeds, uh, Mackenzie's or Kent or wherever you go, you're going to have like 50 seeds in there. And it's not a lot of seeds. If you let a plant go to seed and you save seeds from that plant, you're not going to get 50 seeds. You're going to get like a zillion seeds. Yeah. Right? You're going to get a lot of seeds. Yeah. So if you put a value to those seeds, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're getting, you know, lots of money's worth of seeds. Mm. And so you'd say, well, so what? I only need 50. Yeah. But because you've got so many seeds, you can plant your rows fairly seed heavy. Mm-hmm. And the advantage of that is that once the seeds start coming up, you can just weed out the ones that aren't optimal in size. Right. Right? So you'll have a lot of seeds for whatever that plant is the next season. And from that ridiculous number of seeds, you can sort of weed out the best of the best. Just like if you think about a, a high school, right, and you have a, mm-hmm. a tryout for the football team, right? Yeah, yeah. All kinds of kids try out, 
but you know, you only let in the ones that are good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the kids yeah, that yeah. are terrible, they can go join the chess team or something, right? Yeah. Um. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Seeds are no different than people. There's there's big strong ones and you know ones that not so much, right? Not so, so much. Yeah. It's the same. There's all those variations. So, and you know, it's when you buy seeds from a seed provider. I mean, they're doing everything they can to provide good seeds. But I mean, the main thing they got to promise you is germination. Mm-hmm. And you know, pretty good uniformity in results, but you you're buying them, so you're only going to buy so many. So that's the advantage. You can save a ridiculous amount. You can also share them with your friends and mm. community or whatever. So you can be a, a good person and pat yourself in the back for all mm-hmm. of that sort of stuff. That's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it allows you to, if you're from a selfish point of view, get the best possible crop you can get because you can plant a lot and sort of pick out the ones that are look yeah. like the most prominent. You know, they're growing with the most vigor, the most, yeah. the thickest, the biggest, the strongest, the, you know, most uh, yeah. fast growing, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So that's the other way, which is related to cost because it's it's a value thing, right? right? You're getting value. Uh, so there's that. Number two is you know. It's 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 a combination of reasons, but it's 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 an exercise. If this is important to you, it's an exercise in stabi- sustainability. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're literally developing a sustainable food source on your property. Yeah. Right. And conceivably, you never have to buy that again. Something grew. You save some seeds. You can plant them again. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're oriented like that. Or it's exciting, or it's uh, mm-hmm. interesting, or you know, it's a it's sort of a. For me, it's empowering. I guess, well, I get a sort of geeky. Yeah. It's more of a geek factor. Like it's it's cool, a sciencey sort of thing. To, yeah. To, wow, like you know, that's a plant, and I see the seeds, and they grew. They actually, I did it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so it's really every time it happens, I was like, I can't believe it worked. Yeah. Even though it's been like that's how the whole planet works. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can't the whole believe thing it works that way without yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we weren't exactly. even here. This would be going on. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that I was able to like that just goes to the arrogance of human beings. <laughs> I did it. I <laughs> yes, you, only you. <laughs> yeah. Look what I have done. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it's fine. And if you have uh, children, that's a yeah. great thing to show them. I mean, aside from just showing them how to grow their own food, showing them how to sort of procure and sustain and yeah. and you know uh, save seeds and just that whole circle of life nature yeah. sort of thing it's it's yeah. fascinating to involve them in nice um, you know there's something about you take the whatever the pod is and you, you break the seeds open and you put them in your hand and, and yeah. the kids can see and you say that see that huge plant over there it came from this teeny tiny little thing yeah and we plant this next year and it's going to be one of those and they're like no way that's no impossible way. Oh, trust me, it's going to happen, you know? So it's a great yeah. thing to do with kids. Um, yeah. So there's all a bunch of reasons to do it. It's educational. It's, mm. you know, a good thing to do with your kids. And the third thing, which I've alluded to before, is this whole point of optimization. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the kind of person I always, always incrementally trying to find the best way to do everything. A little bit better this way, a little bit better that way. How many... You know, how wide should the garden bed be? There's an ideal width that's too long, you know, to, yeah. neither too much nor too little sort of thing. I find most things in life have that quality. There's a right size for everything. There's a right amount of effort to put into something. Too much effort, yeah. marginal returns, all that sort of stuff. So the beauty of saving your seeds is that in doing that, you're saving the seeds from a plant that grew in your soil, mm-hmm. okay? 
And ideally, you know, you're saving the seeds from a plant that grew really well in your right, soil. Right. If you had, if you got a bunch of plants growing, you're not going to save the seeds from the, the lousiest one. You're no. going to save the seeds from the one that looks like it's really thriving. Yeah. Because that's a plant that, for whatever its qualities, it seems to like your light, your water, your humidity, your everything, and it seems to be right. resistant, resistant to all the things that are problematic. You know, I've got a lot of kale growing in my garden. Some of it's being beaten to pieces by um, pests, and some of it looks fine. Yeah. yeah. And the one that's being beaten to pieces by the pest, I don't think it's any more or less pest resistant. I don't think it's as healthy. Yeah. So just like the wolf takes out the weak caribou sort of thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's the same way in the garden world. The plants that are unhealthy, the pests just seem to know them. They must give off a scent they or something. They can take them down. They get just decimated fast. Yeah. Um, so anything that's being really wiped out by pests, it's probably just for whatever reason it doesn't get what it needs where you are. Yeah. You know, like so by saving your seeds, you're you're generation after generation after generation, creating a, a sort of uh, strain of whatever the variety is mm-hmm. that seems to like the conditions that exist in your uh, gardening site. Makes so sense. Over, yeah. And over time, I mean, when you buy seeds, you're getting a variety that grew well wherever the hell somewhere. they raised that variety, yeah, right? So that's not your backyard no. um, or your your uh, garden plot or wherever you're gardening. Um, so in saving the seeds, you're sort of getting your own special variety. It's really, you know, and over time, this isn't going to happen in a season or this is going to take, take a while. But over time, it's just going to get better and better and better. You can give those to people and they can develop and, yeah. and so on. And you know, I guess I preface this whole conversation with, in order to do this, you have to, we're talking about saving seeds, we're talking about heirloom varieties of vegetables. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of, you look at the seed pack when you buy your vegetable in the, the store, and it's either going to say it's F1, this, that, or the other thing, or it's heirloom. And if it doesn't say, ask the people there, and if they if they don't know, then go to a different garden center mm, <laughs> they yeah. know what they're talking about, they know yeah. their stuff. Yeah. Um, some some places will have like a list online of all the ones that are and the ones that aren't. Heirloom seeds are seeds that produce plants that will have seeds that will make plants that look like that resemble the ones that the seeds came from. So mm-hmm. if you plant a hybrid, a lot of tomatoes are hybrid tomatoes. Let's say you've got a big fat red tomato and you take the seeds out of the tomato, you save them and the next year you plant those seeds. Chances are it's going to look like a cherry tomato. It's not going to be a big fat tomato. Okay. Because um, a hybrid seed will not the seed a seed from a hybrid plant will not produce the plant it came from. Hmm. It's just the way it works. So an heirloom seed will produce another plant that's like the plant it came from. Okay. So that's what you want, right? Because yep. if they have a hybrid seed, you don't know what what you're going to get. Yeah, it's you not, don't want a surprise. You know, you want to get you know you, that was a beautiful plant had beautiful results. I want that. Yeah. Well, if it's a hybrid. You're not going to get. You're going to get something, something like it, but not the same thing. Hmm. Uh, with an heirloom, you're going to get something very similar. And over time, it might just be better because you're you're sort of selecting for qualities that were, um, you know, amenable to your your soil, your your yeah. condition. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, let's preface. It's got to be heirloom seeds. So that's why. All the reasons why. Now, the uh, next thing to talk about is 
what kind of plants we're talking about. So you'd say, you know, if you have a perennial, you don't necessarily need to save the seeds because if it's a perennial, the, the roots don't die. Right. Right. Perennial, the, the roots live in perpetuity multiple years. It could be 20 years. It could be hundreds of years. Who knows, right? Mm -hmm. But so you don't necessarily, we don't usually talk about saving seeds from perennials. You can, you know, if you want more of that, uh, you can do that. Um, the perennials, most perennials are put out of flower every year, so you could save the seeds and, and plant those. Um, but typically the perennials in your garden, you're, you're not replanting them. Like I've got rhubarb, I'm not saving rhubarb seeds. And actually, for that matter, rhubarb, if, if, every once in a while, rhubarb will go to seed to put out these huge, crazy-looking flower things. You've never seen anything like it. Um, but if you plant the seeds from that rhubarb, they're they're not going to pr produce a rhubarb that looks like that. They're going to produce some weird plant that's, uh, mm. uh, yeah, like most of your rhubarb. You get rhubarb from someone, you get a piece of a root. So it's a, it's really a clone. Mm -hmm. Okay, you get a piece of, you get a big rhubarb plant, someone goes in and hacks off a hunk of the root with a shovel, and you stick that hunk somewhere else, and uh, a new rhubarb plant starts growing up. And that's how people sort of share rhubarb with one another. That's a clone. Mm. It's, you know, it's not... A new, it's not a child of that other rhubarb, it's just a clone. Yeah. Uh, so, you don't normally, most, a lot of the perennials that we like around here, you tend to, it tends to work that way. Not necessarily like a, uh, asparagus, you know, each one of those is started from a seed. You could break up a crown, I guess, but it doesn't tend to work that way. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, I'm going to talk about annuals and biennials. Okay. Um, right now, and the whole reason I'm talking about it now is because biennials, many of the biennial plants right now uh, are producing seeds and it's sort of time to start thinking about um, saving those seeds. Uh, annuals, depends on the plant, but uh, if it's a green, like a cilantro or something, it may have gone to seed by now. Certainly if you had a, a spinach that you left in the ground, that's definitely gone to seed. Mm -hmm. um, those are annuals, but you know, a lot of animals like your tomatoes and um, zucchini, squashes, and things like that. I mean, they're 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 just starting to grow now, so their seeds aren't going to be ready till you know end of August, September, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. But many of the biennial plants, and as we talked about in the previous episode, a biennial is a plant that has a two-year life cycle. Uh, they're putting up their seeds right now, and it's time to take those seeds. Um, you've got annuals and biennials as we're talking about this episode for a lot of biennials right now is the time to uh, harvest the seeds and for annuals it really depends on the plant so right. let's talk about the question of when Yeah. how do I know the seeds are ready how do I know it's because you don't want to harvest them too soon right no. Yeah. If I harvest them too soon, they're not mature and they're not really going to give you a good plant. You want to harvest them at just the right time. And when I got into all of this stuff, I didn't find, which is the whole reason we're doing this show, uh, it's related to the reason we're doing this show, mm -hmm. is that I didn't find a lot of useful information online right. because right. the information would be, you know, some guy in Louisiana saying, oh, yeah, harvest this plant in, in, in May. Mm -hmm. In Louisiana. When's is your May, my my August? Yeah. When's, I can't. That plant doesn't even germinate in May here, right? Yeah. So it didn't get a lot of good information. I mean, in a lot of these 
windows of time. We're talking like a two-week window of time, right? It's ready. Yeah. It's time to do it now sort of thing. You don't want to be too long. You don't want the seed rot. Um, there's a right point in time to take that seed and dry it out and store it somehow. Mm -hmm. So how do you know when they're ready? And it really depends on the plant, and I'm not an expert on all of them. So you know, I'm going to speak to the things I've done successfully. And where this show is concerned, I'm going to do everything that way. If I haven't done something and I've just read about it, I'm going to make that very clear to people. Yeah. I can't stand yeah. when you're watching something and people are saying, explaining how to do something like they've got expertise. Yeah. But because you've done, actually done it, you know they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Just like they watch two YouTube videos and now they're an expert. Yeah. I can't yeah. stand that. So yeah. I'm going to talk about things I've actually done successfully. Awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if, if anyone has uh, any input, uh, sure. I'd love to hear it because this is something that I didn't grow up doing this. This yeah. is all stuff I've become interested in over my adult life. And um, every year I seem to want to do more and try more and get more experience and try. Yeah. I always want to try new things. Uh, I'm never getting bored with this. It's just getting more, you know, every year yields new riddles, mm. new solutions and new riddles. Yeah. Um, it's uh, just an ongoing lifetime learning process. All right, so what we're going to do with this episode is we're going to break it into two sections. So it'll be episode 14 and also episode 15. So we're going to have Saving Seeds continued in episode 15. So to check out the show notes for episode 14, the first portion, just go to maritimegardening.com slash 014. And uh, we look forward to having you tune into the next section, which is just a continuation on Saving Seeds. So thanks, Greg, and um, we will jump on to the next section here in a second. Great. See you next week. Enjoy part two of Saving Seeds. Excellent.